Welcome to the Spiritual Life Pals Morning Walk Talk, where the quality is authentic and the conversations are genuine and spontaneous. On our walks, you may hear birds chirping, cars honking, or a friendly person saying hello. This is our way of setting the tone and getting our energies right for the rest of our day. So join us, Spiritual Life Pals, if that sounds fun to you, on our morning walk. Welcome, Spiritual Life Pals. This is Ryan, and I'm doing a morning walk talk this morning, but I'm by myself, and I want to talk about the four stages that I've gone through with my spiritual development. And I'm curious if anybody else has also gone through these stages or maybe in a different order, it's possible. Um, Because I just don't think that these stages are linear in the sense of like, once I, once you complete uh, stage one, uh, you've completely transcended that. And now you're on to stage two and you can never go back and embody stage one again. And, and stage one for me, is or was the embodiment of my body believing fully in the fact that I am my body uh I, I like I said I I've mentioned this before in previous podcasts but I grew up atheistic and I just thought the idea of God or some all-knowing being was just a bunch of baloney and I couldn't see how that could even be possible because of all the the fear and 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 death and all that stuff like it just didn't make sense to me so I, I was fully embodying me as in Ryan Wheeler the the person that grew up in a small town and and had a huge ego and wanted to impress everybody and played sports, maybe not even because, okay, I do love sports, but maybe it wasn't even because I love them, just, just, but just rather because it was a way to show off. And embodying the body is all about getting what you can out of life, maybe materialism, owning as much stuff and constantly jumping from one thing that that you perceive makes you happy to the next and i did that for 25 24 years um basically just trying to fulfill this emptiness that i could never quite satiate with stuff although i always tried and when I couldn't, I just built up another reason as to why it wasn't working. And then I went to the next thing. So that was stage one was basically just being the body, completely identified as the body. And then stage two was really the the spiritual awakening of like, of when I opened up to my personal experience was I, I, said i can't i don't have it all figured out i hit a low in terms of um anxiety and depression and i decided i obviously don't know 
much of anything because everything I was doing wasn't working. And so I reached out for what I didn't even necessarily believe in at the time, um, asked for Jesus's help. And when I did so, I felt the weight of the world lifted off my shoulders. Um, so I will always say Jesus was my savior for that reason, because he showed me the way out of where I was, even though I don't consider myself necessarily a Christian. Um, he opened up a world of a different world of possibilities for me. And at that time I realized, well, I'm, I don't think I believe I'm the body anymore. I believe I'm the soul within me at my core. I mean, obviously I was a body or I was a soul that inhabited a body would be a way to look at it, but I wasn't just the body itself. And once I, so once I embodied that, that soul phase, I started like, you know, I'm going to identify as my higher self is what I would refer to it as. I, it was the whole self-help journey that I went on. It was understanding that like, I can be a better person if I focus my attention on my soul, if that makes sense to anyone. As in, if I stopped just believing in 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 my material items and stuff like that if i started being grateful and saying prayers of gratitude and focusing my attention on on god and jesus it would like raise my elevation or elevate my my being and i would i would feel better so i knew there was something there because it worked in making me feel better that's the only way i can explain it and then the next phase that I went to was the healing, the healer, the healing soul, if you want to say that. Um, the, also, the previous stage, there was like that when I said I, I had that rock bottom, it was the like. I have I realized I have a choice to believe in. Being annihilated or completely gone after I died or choosing to believe in something better. And it was that, that choice of believing in something better that is, that led me down that soul path. And then I had the healing soul phase where once I no longer identified as the body, I started looking for proof that I'm not just the body and that I am the soul. It's kind of like a mixture of the soul phase and this healing phase that I went through. And like I said, I don't, I haven't, transcended these phases i still go back and i live in these phases of life and, and on a daily basis and i think the reason for that is because of my fourth phase and i'll get to that later but the healing phase was i wanted proof that i wasn't just the body and and once i started working with like healing and energy and 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 all that, I started being able to see uh, the ripples of energy coming off my fingers and the ripples of energy coming off of people's um, heads. And and you could say like it was their aura or whatever it may be, but there was at that point, no telling me that it wasn't there because I could literally see it and I could feel it very, very much. Um. So 
at that point I was asked, I was telling myself like, well, I can heal people. Maybe the world, and this was like my mission in life. Like I need to become a healer. That's who I'm supposed to be. Um, and then I was trying to basically dabble in every single bit of healing that I possibly could. I wanted to absorb everything. I, I was reading books on like Reiki and hands-on healing and uh, theta healing. It just everything I possibly could. And I found it fascinating. But I also felt like the world needed me to heal it in the sense of when I would raise my vibration, it would also help the people around me. And I started understanding that that was actually happening. It wasn't just something that was in my head. Like I could put myself in a better place, raise my vibration to love and acceptance and all that stuff. And it would affect the people around me. And it was a very egotistical way of experiencing like the healing phase. Like I was so important that, that people needed me. And the final phase that came that I find myself trying to embody the most now is that I'm not a healer. It's not that I have a soul and I'm not the body. It's that I am the presence that is within me or just the presence that is in general. After I had some success with remote healing and doing like remote viewing and things like that, I was really confused because I was like, if I'm the soul, then how can I be somewhere else also with my attention, but also keeping my body alive at the same time? If my soul is leaving, and then there was this understanding of like, well, it's because I'm not just the soul. I'm a part of all that is. And because I'm a part of all that is, I can see and view things that aren't necessarily just right in front of me. And that was a big uh, moment for myself because obviously when you go from thinking that you're a soul to thinking that you're just naturally a part of all that is, it's, it's a large jump. And I noticed that my questions started changing. I, start, I don't want to say I started asking better questions. I started asking questions that were more in alignment with who I was at the time. So when I was in my body, it was like, how can I get stronger? How can I be more attractive? How can like just all those things? How can I appear to be smarter to people? Um, all that. When it was the soul, I was asking just different questions about how I can become closer with God and or Jesus and and all that stuff. And then the healing, it was, what can I learn to help heal people? And then when I became, when I got to the point where I realized that I'm just simply the presence that is underneath it all, my questions changed drastically. It was like, I no longer focused on the questions themselves, but the awareness that was asking the questions. And I realized that by saying these things, a lot of people might not be able to relate with what I'm saying. And that's fine. I'm just I'm, like, I'm just putting this out there in case someone can relate to let them know that they're not alone in, in their experiences and that I've also gone through these. And maybe I am alone in these experiences, but I'm okay with that. So understanding that the healing, the ability to heal comes from somewhere and that somewhere is just simply the ability to acknowledge 
oneness with everything that is, is what changed my perspective from the healing self to the idea of, of more of an all encompassing self. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm God. I, I would, I would never go and say something like that. I might say that God inhabits me or source. I'm not source, but source is me. If that makes sense. Like I'm not the, I think a very common analogy is like, I may not be, or a drop of water isn't the ocean, but the ocean inhabits a drop of water. If that if that makes sense, I might have just completely messed that up. But 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 a drop of water is not the ocean in its entirety. So there was this understanding that I'm no different than anything else in essence. Now, obviously, I have physical form. I am inhabiting a body. I am experiencing this body, but I'm not the body. I may be experiencing or I may have moments when I can experience my my energy vibration in this localized form, which I would consider my soul, but doesn't mean that I necessarily am just the soul. Um, there might be something larger to that. There's the the essence, the the all encompassing presence that is that notices the soul. There was. This also also another understanding that I become where my attention is, if that makes sense. At my core, I am pure potential, or some may call that the unmanifest, becoming realized or manifested in time. So wherever my attention lies, I become that. If I start to get angry and I buy into the angry thoughts and all, I start to become more angry. If I start thinking about my my daughter or my wife and and I start feeling love for them, I start to become a loving father. When I get my daughter does something that that's very frustrating, if I buy into the frustration, I become a frustrated dad. Okay, I can't help but become where my attention lies. I don't think any of us can help but become where our attention goes. The difference is between the body, becoming the body and becoming the the essence is if you don't know that you aren't your thoughts, you will go wherever your thoughts take you in the sense that they're pulling you on a leash saying, come here, come here. I just thought of this. This is the next thing to buy into. And so I was at the, for the first 25 years of my life, I was just going to my next thought because I believed that I think therefore I am. So in essence, I must be the brain, which is allowing me to be. When now I think of it more as like, I am, therefore I think. And that changes everything it changes my perspective my point of view of life it changes it's it's a paradigm shift a complete paradigm shift um when you're following your thoughts you're almost like a victim to your thoughts but when you're the one who has the ability to notice a thought and then choose to buy into it or not. And I'm not saying I always have that ability because sometimes I have thoughts and I buy into them and I'm just going along with the motions. And then I realize afterwards 
holy moly, I really got caught up in that thought. That was a strong vibration, energy vibration. And if it's a negative one, it might be because I'm living out a negative um, imprint that's been in my life for a long time. And so when I become conscious of it, I can work on it. I can say, why did I buy into that so bad, so so strongly? But until I become conscious of it, I can't do anything about it. I just, it's just who I, it's who I am. It literally, because my attention is there, it's who I am. And noticing that my attention goes, like I can put my attention in different places has helped me a lot with going backwards, the healing part. Like if I, if I have pain within my own body, I flood that area with my attention. And most of the time, I don't know that I've ever had it not heal, but I don't want to say that because I don't, it's like, oh, is it a hundred percent guarantee? I've never had a problem, put my attention there and then had that problem persist. Especially when I, if it's like a, a chronic problem, if I keep doing it and I keep going back to there and putting my attention there, that problem can't help but go away. I don't understand necessarily what it is. If it's just the presence of of love and an attention that heals all things. I can't say that I disagree with that, but it's that ability to become conscious of my thoughts that, that has changed everything. And I realized that I have a serious addiction to thoughts because there are, it's a very rare moment in a day. If I go, that goes by without me thinking about something, but when I'm not thinking there's nothing like it. There's there's presence, there's peace, there's space. And it changes my vibration. I can go from being bought into my thoughts and a complete jerk to finding that peace and that that space. And I no longer am that. I am now becoming the peace because that's where my attention is. I just don't see how it could be any other way. You you become where your attention lies because you are the attention itself. You are the unmanifest becoming manifest. That's my perspective. That's the the four stages that I went through. It was really just the body to becoming the, the soul um, or identifying as the soul to identifying as the healer. And then realizing that the the awareness that is is my core essence so if anyone has had anything similar and if not i'd love to hear any other stages or or completely different stages that people have gone through i just i find it fascinating that we're all out here growing and 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 being different people and i i find it just i find complete perfection in that so please let me know. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I look forward to talking to you all again soon. I hope everyone is having a fantastic week. See you, Spiritual Life Pals. The show is over and you are still listening? My goodness, you are a true Spiritual Life Pal. We want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to join your spiritual life pals. If you haven't already, 
We would so appreciate it if you would subscribe to us and review the show. To join the Spiritual Life Pals community, join our Facebook or Instagram at Spiritual Life Pals or our Twitter at Spirit Life Pals. If you have any questions or insights that you would like for us to share on our podcast, please leave us a voicemail on our website at spirituallifepals.com or message us on any of the social media platforms I just mentioned. We appreciate you and we will talk to you again soon. Thank you.